Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is June 10th, 2020, and it is the 88th day of the quarantine. And we're going to wrestle wisdom out of Sodom and Gomorrah. This is from Genesis chapter 18. The reason we're doing this is because we were reading a passage in Luke chapter 10, correction, Matthew chapter 10, where Sodom and Gomorrah is referred to and a comparison is made said if you don't receive this message it's going to be worse for you if that's possible then on the day of judgment than it was for the day of judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah and as we find out from Sodom and Gomorrah from Genesis chapter 19 uh, the the verse 24 the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah, sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew the cities, all the valley, and all the inhabitants of the city, and what grew on the ground, and then he allowed Abraham to watch all this. So pretty radical stuff. So we find that the Lord has been allowing Abraham to watch his judgment, and today we're going to find that he actually allows him to participate a little bit. So this is in Genesis chapter 18, verse uh, 21. The Lord says, I will go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. So an outcry of sinfulness has come out of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah to the Lord's ears and to his eyes. And he's going to intervene uh, after he visits, after he double checks, after he's... Sure, not that the Lord has uh, any doubt about this, but I think it's illustrated for us that this is not a fly-by-night kind of a judgment of the Lord. Good personal question. What sin do I have that outcries to heaven today? That's That's a sobering question. So verse 22 the men, these, the Lord is with some angels here. The, the angels, men, turned from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. I love this. So Abraham is interacting here with the Lord on a face-to-face basis. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. That's awesome. Verse 23, more awesomeness. Then Abraham drew near and wrestles with God and, and, and he says, What about this judgment? Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Great question. This is um, Genesis 18:23. Then Abraham drew near to God. Strike one, great thing. Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? Great question. And then he quantifies that. Says, suppose there's 50 righteous people within the city. Will you sweep away the whole place and not spare it for the 50 righteous who are in it? And then he talks about the character of God that he knows. Far be it from you to do such a thing to put the righteous to death with the wicked, so that the righteous fare as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? Great question Abraham asked. Shall not the judge of all the earth do what is just? Rhetorical answer to that is, yeah, the Lord is just. And the Lord said, if I find at Sodom 50 righteous in this city, I will spare the whole place for their sake. And And then this is, Perhaps the best part about the story, Abraham doesn't give up. He says, Abraham answers and says, Behold, I've undertaken to speak to the Lord. I am but who, 
who am but dust and ashes. I who am but dust and ashes. Lord, Lord, I, I want to ask another question, and I'm just a piece of dirt. Suppose five of the 50 righteous are lacking, like they're out for a they're out for a walk or something. Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five? And then the Lord says, I will not destroy it if I find 45 there. And then <laughs> Abraham, in his impertinence, keeps going and he says, again, he spoke, he spoke to him and said, suppose 40 are found there. And he says, for the sake of 40, I will not do it, the Lord answers. And then Abraham says, oh, Lord, don't be angry with me and I will speak. Suppose there are 30 there. But he answers, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham again, verse 31, he says, Behold, I've undertaken to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 are found there. And he answered, For the sake of 20, I will not destroy it, the Lord says. Verse 32, then he says, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak again but this once. Suppose 10 are found there. And he answered, For the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. And the Lord went on his way, and he had finished speaking to Abraham, and Abraham returned to the place. So one thing I like about the story, which is not the main point of my point today, is just this impertinence, uh, one could say, or this curiosity, or this persistence, or this keep knocking for the loaf that Abraham asks, or I really want to understand this aspect of justice that you have and judgment that you have. Help me to really understand this. Let's quantify. So he he, he wrestles with the Lord, and I think that's a fantastic uh, way that the Lord allows him to participate in this. So it's a good uh, prayer lesson that the Lord wants us to hear him, wants us to see this part of his character. Uh, the bad news that we're going to get to... Uh, in another podcast, as he says, yes, this is a part of my character. Justice is a part of my character. Here's the problem. When you say, I want a just God, or I want justice, or we want justice, and we want it now, the problem with that is associated with it is judgment. So with judge, justice comes judgment. So tomorrow we're going to learn and explore do you really want justice and do you really want it now? Do you want it on yourself? Do you want justice now on yourself? Do you want it now? Because that's what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. They got it now. So for today, when you don't know something about the Lord and you want to know, the Lord can take these questions. He can take this impertinence that Abraham demonstrates. Tomorrow we'll learn, do you really want justice? Love you all. Thanks for listening.